1: All right, welcome back to Blue by Ninety. I'm Justin, joined by Jack and Kaylin as always, and we have a very special guest today, man of the hour, really, kind of kind of a hero, hero of the game. I don't want to, I don't want to pump you too pump you up too much, but <laughs> T. Will Terrence Williams, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing?
2: Now I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me, y'all.
1: For sure, for sure. So obviously huge game uh this past weekend huge weekend for men's and women's basketball so just mm-hmm. a just a hell of a weekend two sweet uh sweet 16 teams what was it just walk us through the whole experience man of, of being in indy bunch of michigan fans i'm sure but you you said a lot of uh, tennessee fans so just a crazy environment
2: right yeah so indy indy was definitely crazy with just everybody you know uh it was a region it was like us, Colorado State, of course, Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, some other teams. So, you know, just walking outside. It was different than last year because, you know, last year we had COVID. So we was yeah. in that, that hotel the entire time. We didn't get to leave and see, like, the outside scene of how it is with the fans. So, you know, this time around, you know, we went to the mall, like, in between, like, practicing, uh, study hall, stuff like that, just seeing all the fans, uh, Michigan, Kentucky, Tennessee. You know, it was a, it, it was a great environment, you know, and, uh, at the games, I could I can't say we had the largest fan base. Like I said, Tennessee when we played them, they, their fan base was definitely large, uh, but and loud. But you know, uh we played in environments like that before, so we pulled it out. But like just the environment of Indy was definitely good. I can't even lie.
1: I I mean you're close, right? Close by. That's about as close as you can get for a regional. So we'll take mm-hmm. it, but. Hey, you guys! It was it was definitely a hostile environment that, that you went through in a back and forth game. So uh, incredible to pull it out. Now two upsets, right? So you're the underdog. Mm-hmm. I mean, in both of these games, right? You, yep. I, I mean, from a betting standpoint, I think you were the favorite in the first game. Uh, mm-hmm. From a, but still, you're the 11 seed in this situation you Know, let's be honest, barely getting into the tournament, right? Like, yeah. it, you, you there was a chance that you guys weren't even getting in. What was like, what were you guys, where was your heads in the in those moments where it's like, uh, you know, is is it you guys against the world or what's going on?
2: Yeah, you know, um, like you just said, a lot of people didn't expect us to make it in, and if we were to make it in, we're supposed to be in that playing game. So, you know, when we got to 11 seed, we heard our names called uh, that we were actually in, you know, we were kind of happy because at the Indiana game, I ain't gonna lie, I thought we was going to be in a planning game at least. But, you know, with our strength of schedule and our net, like our net ranking and stuff, that actually helped us, you know, get that uh, normal game, like a bye, they would say a bye and play Colorado State. And so, you know, once we heard our names called, we were happy and we got down to work. But like you said, we were the underdog, but I feel like with the talent we have, uh, you know, we just—it's just more about putting it together. Like we have the talent to win it all, but you know, sometimes consistency, as you can see, as y'all can see, sometimes like we just get, you know, a little complacent and let games fall that we shouldn't. So you know, we just got to stay consistent. Right now, we won two in a row. Finally, after these win loss win losses, <laughs> yeah. win losses, yeah. that way That's too hard. long. With I, hey, come on.
1: I, couldn't Dude. you get get off that rhythm earlier? Come on, man.
2: Yeah, man, we tried, bro. We tried. But, <laughs> but you know, you know, we we clicking at the right time. I feel like uh, we going to take it one game at a time from here on out. So you know, we got Nova next. Uh, we game planning for them. So, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. So T
3: Will, I gotta ask you, man. Twenty eighteen, Michigan Nova in the finals. Nova's a what are they? They're northeast because you're coming from DC, right? Yep. What were you rooting for in that game?
2: Uh I ain't gonna lie, I was rooting for Nova and oh. I, ain't gonna lie, I yeah. So a <laughs> little quick, I ain't telling nobody this but Nova was was my dream school at first because Chris Jenkins went to Gonzaga no and coming. he had the game winning shot. And so the the connection from Villanova to the DMV area was like very big at the time. So I, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't wanted to go there. Uh, I, I got recruited <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but I ended up at Michigan. I'm glad I, I went here. So, you know, it's going to be cool seeing Jay Wright and his staff. I know him a little bit well, so it's, it's definitely going to be cool playing against them and a couple of my former AAU teammates on the team, too. That's
1: a cool connection. I didn't know about that. I mean, obviously, it's the same area. Philly, you know, DMV is is all, you know, very close, but that that is a cool connection. So, um, there there might be a little bit a uh, little bit of something to the game more than uh, more than everyone thought for you. Then right, you got yeah, a little, just, a,
2: just a little bit, just a little bit. But like I said, I'm gonna stay locked in. You know, it's a team sport. You want know, follow the game plan, not make it by myself, and just try to get the win for sure. So for me, watching that game,
3: man, like you came in and just made an instant impact, right? Like you got, you had a couple offensive rebounds, putbacks. uh You hit a three, I think, right away when you came in. Has there been any talk of you getting a little bit more minutes uh, being the first guy off the bench or anything like that?
2: Uh, Not really. You know, uh, Juwan, I don't really talk about that with Juwan because, you know, he's a coach. He got a lot on his plate. You know, I'm just playing my role. Um, I feel like throughout the season, I I wish I did play more, but, you know, it just doesn't work like that. So, you know, I just can't pout and, you know, like cry about it. You know, every time I come in, I just got to do what I got to do and do my job, and that's bringing energy and bringing whatever is needed to the team. So I feel like I'm doing that to the best of my ability right now. Uh, I feel like I'm doing a good job of that. And whatever minutes I get, I'm going to make the most of it.
3: I feel like that's what a lot of you guys on the team, that's the mentality you guys have. Is that
2: is that something that Jawan kind of preached when he was recruiting you? Uh, Yeah, you know, his motto is like stay ready so you don't got to get ready. Uh, he talks, talks about that a lot. And, you know, on the bench, you know, you could be sitting over there for a short amount of time. You could sit over there for a long amount of time. But whenever you call your name, you got to be ready to go. Because if you're not, you coming right back out and sitting on the bench. So, you know, just being – not not being locked in is something I can't do. And I stay locked in at all times because I know when I'm out there, I got to give it my all so I can stay on the court and get that get more PT. Now,
4: do you so, do so, I do have,
3: so, I do have to compare this. To, <laughs> you guys are probably going to hate me for this. But, you know, you're sitting on the bench for a little bit of a while. I know when I'm like – I wake up in the morning, I go to the bathroom, you know, sit on the toilet for a little bit, scroll through Twitter <laughs> and all that. You ever, you ever, like, stand up and one of your legs is asleep, or what? Oh, uh, yeah, a couple of times,
2: but <laughs> I ain't going to lie. It, it happened to me uh, at a Tennessee game, but I, I really the game that really got me was uh, last year, my freshman year versus Penn State, where I didn't play 30, 35 minutes. And then I came in the last four minutes of crunch time. Oh, and my we, God. Uh, and we were down. And I had to play the last four minutes. And I made, like, two stops. Uh, I made, like, two free throws. So it was good. It was cool. But, like, I had to stay. That's when I learned. Like, he could really call me at any stay time. ready. <laughs> like, he really could call me at any time. So hey, I, learned, I learned my lesson from there. And, and I'll stay ready.
4: There you go. <laughs> do you do anything in particular to, like, really stay zoned in or – or is it just the game itself keeps you, you know, involved or or what? Yeah, probably
2: just the game itself. Uh, I just look at the flow of the game, what I need to bring to the table. Uh, you know, this is more like a mental aspect of uh, you know looking and see where I can fit in. Uh, if the, if they they're flowing well on offense, what can I do to make it better? If they're not doing. If they're not flowing on offense, like what I need to do to produce more stuff like that. Uh, I don't need to defend this player better than the people I have had in the prior. Uh, minutes so it's just stuff like that just staying locked in and looking at the little things
1: so the the other part too was the, these rebounds honest so we actually so we did a little recap uh podcast yesterday of the game and i think we said like when you made those rebounds i literally was like who was that mm-hmm. i didn't you flew in so fast i was like i didn't know who it was and I mean, I just haven't seen you or really anybody crash the boards that hard, you know. For you guys, so what? What prompted you to be like, "All right, I'm going for it right now"?
2: Yeah, for real, for real, nobody really boxed me out. Like I saw, like people were shooting, uh, like the main, like Hunter. You know, he was cooking, so he, you got game yeah. the ball. Eli, we got game the ball. You know, me, I just came out, I hit a three. That's that's really it. They ain't looking for like to go to me. So I was like, how can I make an impact on this game? And I saw like nobody boxing out. So I'm like, let me go ahead and crash the glass. Cause they all ball watching. So it just so happened, the ball bounced off right when Frankie uh shot it and then when Hunt missed the layup and I got it, put it back, it just just came my way and I just focused and put it back in. So correct,
3: correct me if I'm wrong on this, uh, on the Frankie miss. I feel like you were flying in and you had a chance to dunk it, but you okay. laid it up, right? For sure, because I got – Were got you like kind of pissed after? Like, damn, I could have dunked that. what nah, No,
2: not even – I was pissed about that. I was mad that I got I got hit in the head. Like you saw I put it in I got Should hit in the head. Should have been an one. I had to fix my headband because the dude hit me in the head. <laughs> so I was really mad about not getting a foul, to be honest. I'm glad I finished it because I thought I was going to get the end one. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah, 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 that's really uh, my thinking on that. On that they robbed you. It robbed you, <laughs> I should have got one, man.
1: The, if you would have came back, dunked it, and and
2: won, the place would have went absolutely it went nuts. It. It went nuts. That would have brought the house down for real. Oh my I get, god! Like the house was like, I still low key like it still went nuts when I came. Yeah. back, but if yeah. I would have got an one dunk, it would have exploded for sure. Oh my god! Oh my god!
4: All right, I mean, well, you we, you were crashing the boards so hard, even the. uh the Announcer on TV was like, Oh my gosh, T. Will,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I had to, man. Uh,
1: well, I I also do think that a lot of this stemmed from your pregame, what you did, which was you stepped off the bust and probably the coldest t shirt out there, is, sure. in my opinion, you know.
2: Yeah, that bad boy's t shirt, hard. I ain't gonna lie, like, I got a lot of compliments, seen in comments. My teammates, my coaches wanted it, so hey, it's tough now we're gonna we're gonna get everybody geared up
3: love it i gotta ask is uh is Jawan gonna be wearing that or what
2: nah he he, he does not I, say i'm he, like,
3: thin ice right like, yeah, yeah i ain't want right. to
2: bring it up to him because that whole situation we just gonna let that go in the past but yeah, I, figured, I i going bring that up for sure <laughs> figure figure that for sure but
1: uh but i mean it it's a hey, it's great shirt you that picture though like that's man, fire. I don't – also, Whoa. your pictures,
2: with the suited up, what did you guys – so you guys decided to go suited up, business is business or what? Yeah, we did. so we, we had just got the suits, and we were like – I mean, we got suits, like we might as well wear it like pregame. So we was like, let's just wear it to the Colorado State game. You know, let's just go in there, business attire, showing me about business. So that's really how it came about. Uh Yeah, and our uh, attire – Jason's our attire man, so he didn't want to brought it up. And, you know, just, <laughs> we just went along with it.
3: I thought he hooked you guys up with some Lululemon kind of kind of deal, right? He's, man, he's, he's he got he got
2: one. He don't ever want to bless us though, man. I gotta talk to him about that. Come on, You <laughs> really on. do, man. I gotta talk to him about that, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, so um, who do who do you hang with the most on the team?
2: Yeah, uh Hunter, my roommate. So I'm oh, with yeah. him. I'm with him every day. I was with him earlier. I'll probably say Hunter. Yeah.
1: So so when Hunter's playing like he's playing when he's in the zone like you go back to the michigan state game you go back to like just when he is just like on his game do you got are you like trying to amp him up or does it is it like don't even talk to him which, nah, which way I, don't
2: do even, I don't even talk to him i just let him do because i know when you in that like as a player once you're in that zone like you in the zone like you're not hearing no outside noise you ain't hearing none of that so you know i just let him do him i just tell him keep going to be honest like yeah keep eating so, so, okay, if you're roommates with
3: Hunter, were you were you roommates with him last year at all?
2: Uh yeah, I was, but it was for it was me, Harris, Zab, and Jace last year. Okay. And oh, me a Hunter. I mean, I'm sure you've
3: seen the pictures of Hunter in high school with the Demath jersey on just looking <laughs> like you know, a, a regular high school. Well, he was kid. Yeah. friends with him. Yeah, they were no yeah, one a one regular one high either. school kid, you know, not not a lot of swagger. And then you see, you know, once he gets to Michigan, did you guys play any effect on uh,
2: on a little bit of his
3: style moving forward?
2: <laughs> Man, he he gonna say no. He gonna say he made his own style. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like we've influenced him for sure. I'm yeah,
1: for sure. It, I. I, I have to agree with you because the picture of him, he's like a little boy. I know he's still probably like <laughs> six eight in that picture, but oh, yeah. he looks like a child. And then yeah. now he's got he's going with a haircut, he's posting model pics on Insta, he got the yeah. earrings,
3: all that. He's lined up, he's got the diamonds in his ear. He, actually-
2: yeah, I feel like we influenced that. He's not gonna admit it though. He's not gonna admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there,
3: man. We'll
1: we'll bring him on at some point, and, and we'll we'll force him to admit it. <laughs> <Bear>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, so all right, so you guys looking forward to uh, to Villanova here? So I mean, it's a it, as much as like Sunday to or Saturday to Thursday is a, you know four days. It's a quick turnaround. You guys got to travel mm-hmm. to San Antonio. Got a couple practices in. How are you guys feeling right now?
2: Uh, We're feeling good. We started up well, yesterday we had a travel day. We uh, drove back, and today was our first day of prepping, uh, looking at a sky report, stuff like that. So, you know, we got a three-day prep before we play on Thursday. But like you said, these three days going to go by fast, and we just got to stay locked in, uh, get into our film and stuff, and just, you know, execute the game plan. So, you guys back in Ann Arbor right now, or are you staying – Yeah, no, nah, we're back. We uh came back yesterday and we leave tomorrow. Okay.
3: Yeah. And you're flying down, I assume.
2: Right? Yeah. 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 Fly,
3: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, that'd be a long fucking drive. It's <laughs> only so like, yeah. really
2: like hella, hello, long, bro. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> you had the top, Texas at the bottom, that's, that's right. Exactly. The top, <laughs> yeah, that's like a three day drive. Facts. <laughs> right. All right, guys, it's, we're gonna be late to the game. We're driving. Facts.
3: <laughs>
1: <it'll be late. laughs> Oh, I was going to ask too. So, uh, so in the locker room after the game, obviously insane. First Mm -hmm. of all, Hunter's following uh, Juwan in with the, with the water bottles. You guys go nuts, which is like, that's gotta be, uh, you've done it a few times with big 10 championship last year, like just some great games. Is that like when you douse your coach, is that one of the best feelings when you guys just go crazy?
2: Yeah, you know, it's just, it just felt good like to Dowson because, you know, the hard work we he put in as a coach and like the work we put in, it just all comes to light. And, you know, the celebration, like when we celebrate, it just feels so good. Like we just won. We we're on a sweet 16. We're in people didn't expect us to be in a tournament. So, you know, all that just came to light in that celebration. It was just a great experience.
1: And so the other, there's a couple other guys in the locker room too right? Ray Jackson and Chris Weber. And so you got to hear from them. I don't know if you've had interaction with them before that, but what was that like to hear from like, you know, I'm sure obviously you didn't grow up like a Michigan fan. So it's not as, you know, it's not crazy to you, but like those guys are, are true legends for Michigan. So what's it like to, you know, hear from them in the locker room and just get to know those guys?
2: No, it was definitely cool. Um, I didn't grow up in it, but I watched the Fat Five, and I go to Michigan, so I, I've done my research. Um, <laughs> Ron and the Fat Five, and Chris River was that dude. So you oh know, my just, just oh hearing God. hearing him give us praise, give me praise specifically, it just felt good coming from a, a Michigan legend. Uh, him and Ray, um, it like it's just, like you said, it's two Michigan legends, it, we're in the presence of them. So you know, when they talk, when they speak, we listen, and you know, we just heard what they said. Um, it's just cool seeing them all come back together. I know there was some like little hostility going on. So it's just yeah. cool seeing them all come back to Michigan and, you know, su- support Juwan. And it's a, it was a great experience, great, great talk we had with them. And I hope they come back to some more. So what was that like for you when, when uh, C Webb called you out? Cause you look
3: calm, cool, and collected in that video. But were you, was your heart just like, holy shit, that's yeah, C Webb yeah, yeah. like coming at me? <laughs> me I, I, How'd I that, that
2: feel? Yeah, I held a name, but I was like, yeah, I was like a <laughs> like dude. I feel like I oppressed I C Webb. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to do it for I sure. I mean, honestly,
1: <laughs> I was actually, like, going back to his highlights at Michigan, like, Ooh, that dude was man. that dude. I yeah. mean, unreal when he would take over games. So, like, obviously, Hunter takes over games. C Webb took over games. Dude, that nice. that guy's a true legend. Definitely.
2: 100
1: percent oh my god yeah so it's cool for you guys for you guys to hear from him I think the other cool thing about that part is like to see that those guys Jawan Chris Weber Ray Jackson you know Jalen's at uh at those games too like those guys have a true brotherhood like Mm -hmm. you guys take that into effect too where you're like man you know these guys are are with me ride or die right now and they might be ride or die with me in 40 years too.
2: Yeah, that's what uh, something that Chris Weber talked about too. He's like cherish these moments with your brothers because you know they, down the road you're gonna come back and look at it and you're gonna talk about stuff like that. You know, talk about being in Tennessee, uh going to Sweet 16, you know, making these bonds with your brothers. So you know that's one thing he talked about just don't take it for granted. Live in the moment, cherish the moment because it don't it doesn't come around a lot and it doesn't come around for a lot of people. So, you know, we're in a special place, and, you know, we're going to continue to build bonds uh, with this team and, you know, future Michigan teams.
4: That's a great message.
1: It is. I mean, it's so cool. Like, obviously, Juwan's the, the guy. Like, we love Juwan. I mean, and it's just cool that he, you know, made his legacy while he was here as as a as an athlete. Now he's making his legacy as a coach, too. Uh, mm-hmm. and, his, and, you know, his teammates are there alongside him so it's just it is really cool to watch and it's i mean it was a long time for c webb until he came back you know exactly. he even came back to the football pro- program honestly before he came back to the basketball program because that's a you know there's a lot to that right so yeah. i think it means a lot for him to to make it back into that locker room
2: definitely no that's why that's why i said like when he came back it was it was a big deal i feel like because of everything that happened. So seeing him, I was like, yeah, that's definitely a family for sure.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So we're, we're moving on to next weekend. We said it already, but what, uh, what, you know, Villanova, it's going to be, you're going to be the underdog once again, this is going to be probably the toughest, you know, honestly, Tennessee, if you look back at it, had, they had lost. Did you know this? But they had lost twice since February 10th. Like they were hot. Yeah. We
2: heard heard that. We heard that for sure. Yeah.
1: So now are you playing the same, same thing going into, uh, going into the Villanova game? Like, Hey, these dudes. Yeah. They're a a number
2: two seed. Yeah. They're one of the top teams in the country. We don't care. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you got to have that mindset, you know, they tie their shoes up the same way we tie our shoes up at the end of the day. So, you know, we're going to, for 40 minutes, we're going to give it our all, no matter who we playing, whether it was Tennessee, now it's Villanova. We, we know what they're capable of. We can't take it for granted. And like I said, we just got locking on the game plan because Coach Howard, he's a great coach, and I feel like he's going to put us in a position to win. I'm glad you said that, man. I mean,
3: so many people love Coach Howard, and obviously with what happened against – uh you know, Wisconsin, some people, you know, I guess they've got a negative look on him now, which I, I don't think they should, but they do. Um, you know, you talk about him having a great game plan and, you know, you guys are so talented. But we look at, you know, the previous schedule and there's been so many win-loss, win-loss. What do you think's the big biggest difference there between those wins and those losses? Because, again, you guys are such a talented team. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people expect you to go undefeated, right? Yeah.
2: And I just put, I feel like the biggest thing is putting a 40 minute game together. You know, sometimes we're going to halftime with a lead or we're going down by three, and then we come in the second half and just slump it. And we've done it a couple of times this season. You know, Indiana, that's a big one. Right. We've uh, done it versus Minnesota, UCF, UNC. Like the list goes on and on and on. So, you know, just putting a 40 minute game, uh, we got to continue to do that. I feel like that was the biggest thing we did versus Tennessee. Like, I think we were down that half. <sighs> But we came back in the second half and we're still locked in like like the energy we had in the before when we came out early and, and was up. So, you know, just putting together 40 minute halves, that's been like the most difficult part, I would say, because we had, like I said, we had the talent. The talent is there. Right. That's not, that's not lacking. At all. The coaching is there. It just can we put it all together for 40 minutes.
3: I'll tell that, you what, man, that that second half, I was I was going nuts. I was at mm-hmm. a I was at a bar and uh, back in Ann Arbor watching that game. And I was like, oh, my God, like there, this is it. This is the year this is the year they're going to do it. They're going to do it this year. So uh, I was pumped, man. That was awesome.
4: And then going into the, the kind of later stages of the tournament here. I mean, you see a lot of different teams that are kind of at different stages in their schedule, so to speak, like teams that are kind of getting hot and teams that are kind of trying to stay hot. Do you, what kind of difference do you think there is between getting hot and staying hot? What's more difficult
2: Uh, I feel like getting hot because you know you could be hot, you could stay hot in like you could be hot in December, and when it comes March, you can be cold. You can be hot in February, but when it gets to March, you could be cold. So you know I feel like getting hot at the right time is probably the most important thing. Like you want to click when it comes tournament time because that's when you need it. It's win or go home. Ain't no another game after that. So if you're not hot at that time, if you're not clicking at that time, your season is over. No matter what you did prior. No matter the record you had, part of that. So I feel like you know, uh, getting hot at the right time is definitely. I feel like bigger than just staying hot.
1: So all right. So obviously, so Coach Howard gets suspended. Our guy Phil comes in. But tell tell us about Phil. About Coach Martelli's. I mean, he seems like a, a team favorite. Is. Everybody loves Coach Martelli, right?
2: Yeah, like like everybody called him a godfather, you know. He, he's been <laughs> he's been doing it for so long. Like he really the OG of this basketball stuff for real. Like we, we respect him, you know, he gave us wisdom and he has respect from everybody in the Michigan organization for sure.
1: So what was that like though to have to go from I mean, did your did your guys like playing style? It did seem like it changed a little bit, obviously. All the coaches are, uh, you know, game planning together. It's one coaching staff. But, you know, rotations are different. In-game, in, in game, uh, you know, coaching is different. Did you feel like – was that difficult to go from all of a sudden your your head coach is out and you've got your assistant coach that's on the sideline?
2: Uh, I mean, it really wasn't difficult. Um, you know, Coach Martelli, he just kept going with Juwan's, like, playing style at like USA. It was more about, like like you said, the rotations were kind of different, I would say, with yeah. Martelli. Um, but, you know, when it came to playing style, you know, Coach uh, Coach Howard Isley uh, and Coach Jawan, you know, that they're the offensive people. And, you know, we just kept on doing their offense. Coach H would call out the plays and we would just execute the plays. So, really, everything was the same. Uh, it was just a different voice, a like, different coaching method in the huddles. Like, he will say, like, like when, like, one minute games so or like four minute games, like stuff like that, like little like tidbits and like stuff like that. So, I would say, like, like the coaching, like, uh, like coaching wording and like, uh, execution methods were different, but all in all, it really wasn't a drop off from like the playing style and stuff like that.
1: And talk about so you, you talked about Howard Isley, you know, Saudi Washington. Talk about what those what those assistant coaches do behind the scenes because I feel like you know I know Coach Howard gives them so much credit. Coach Martelli gave them so much credit too. Mm-hmm. But like for you guys on a regular basis and practice and and all that stuff, what are those guys doing for you guys on a on a day in day out basis?
2: Yeah, you know um, they're definitely they're all involved. You know Coach Howard is not not the type to just you know take over and just you know talk the whole practice without you know. Letting the staff come and like put in their tidbits or what they see. Like Coach Howard's not doing that. So, in practice, all of the coaches have a say and they're going to say what they see is wrong or what we can do better or what we do good, you know. And I feel like people don't see that behind the scenes. They just see Juwan because he's the head coach. But, you know, game planning, defensive coverages, offensive plays, all that is coming from Coach Sadi, Coach Martelli, and Coach H as well as Coach Howard. So, you know, it's a, it's a collective effort. And, you know, I feel like we have the best coaching staff. So I'm I'm curious about this. I've kind of
3: always thought about it with like uh you know, elite elite programs whether it's basketball, baseball, you know, whatever sport. Um all the the three of us we didn't we didn't play that high level of of uh of sports. So I I got to ask <laughs> you. Do uh the to- do the coaches like let's say you guys are running a defense or running a set and you're like, "Hey, you know, coach, this isn't working." Are they like open to that and like listen to you a little bit or they're like, "Hey, like,
2: you know, you, you just got to figure it out." Yeah, no, nah, d- depending on the flow of the game, you know, some we'll we're on a court, so you know, we see some sets may work better than others. So we'll bring it up to Coach Howard, and you know, he's not like like a stuck up coach or stubborn or any of that. He's going, to, he's going to be like, okay, let's run it, let's see if we can execute it, you know, because we are on a court. Um, we're playing against the other team and we see what works and what's not working. So we do bring it up to him, you know, we're just not constantly like, yeah, let's run this play, let's run this play, like we're gonna let right. coach Howard do it, but if we see, you know, that these this play is working, we're going to come back to it. And Coach Howard sees that himself. You know, he calls some of the same plays <clears throat> once we execute it. He'll call it many a time, start the game. So I feel like he does listen to us And we, uh, once we bring it up.
4: That's awesome. And then during the game, like, I can't hear Coach Howard from my living room. But, like, what kind of stuff is he yelling at you while you're on the court? Right? Like, it looks like he's calling out plays. But sometimes I'm not really sure. Like, what kind of stuff is he saying?
2: Yeah, sometimes he'll call out plays. Sometimes on, when our defense is down there, we help us on defense, like low man, talk, you know, just stuff like that. Uh, but most of the time, it's more about plays. Sometimes we can get on the refs, of course. That's every coach though, <laughs> yeah. stuff like like stuff like that. He doesn't really talk a lot. It's more in the huddles where he gets his like meat and potatoes in for sure, about what he wants to say. I, I my favorite part
3: is when he there's a call he doesn't like and he'll go on the court and he'll like he'll, he'll describe to the ref, like what's going on. Like <laughs> yeah. if somebody's like,
2: that's not a travel. That's a Euro stuff. Like, yeah.
3: gonna... <laughs> that just like cracks me up every time. <laughs>
2: sure. yeah, he is a former player. So, I mean, he knows, exactly. he knows, he knows.
1: <laughs> he knows, he knows. Um, yeah. So the, I mean, with coach Howard too, I think what I love, it, it's like a love hate thing with his emotions, right? Obviously it, you know, it's been, you know, somewhat of a, of an issue, but, I think that's what we love about coach Howard too, is, is he shows his emotions and it feels like you guys play with emotion, you know, kind of because of that too. Do you feel like that? He's like that type of a leader. I mean, he, it, it definitely feels like he's the, the, the guy that just like gets into in practice or whatever. Like he's like, Gonna show you what he wants. He's getting on the court doing all that.
2: Has he ever like dunked on you too at times? Like I feel like nah, it, it get, get to that point. <laughs> no nah, nothing like that, but he, he like he's definitely interactive with us. Like he's not the coach to just sit down and, like I said, give orders. He's in like he does the big man drills. Uh sometimes we'll do he'll help us wings work out when we ever need it, like post. Uh, he works out individually. Like if you get text him, you like you try to get some work in. He'll be like, "Okay, cool, this good this time." So he's very active with us. <clears throat> he's not like a coach that just sit and let the assistants or the managers do everything. He's very active, uh, and you know, like you said, we we feed off his energy too uh, in the games. Like whenever he gets mad, you know, it, it like hypes us up a little bit. Or so, like when stuff is not going our way, we'll be like come to get come even closer together to make sure like we don't like disappointed by it, or like we just come together execute to make everybody happy even though it's not going our way. So we definitely feed off him. I feel like he's a great coach and a great mentor. Do he and Hunter ever go uh one on one in practice? Nah not, never never one on one. Like he'll guard them, <laughs> but it'd be like it'd be like token defense.
3: I mean you said you saw the Fab five documentary, right? Like mm-hmm. let's say, you know, Coach Howard at Michigan in his prime. You got Hunter right now this year. who who, who wins that
2: matchup? We we oh, we talk about this a lot. I lot am I'm riding with my my man Hunter. Oh, my dog. I'm, going with right. him. I'm not gonna go against him. I'm gonna go with my man Hunter. But tower <laughs> in his prime it was definitely different for sure. So it's gonna be it was gonna be a good match. It's gonna be a good match.
1: Is that just because you don't want to have to like sleep
2: with your with one eye open? Or <laughs> nah, man. Hey man, I'm a loyal individual, man. I gotta ride with my dog through thick and thin. So you know. I love my it, my man. My man, my man, huh? Got it. Vers prime, prime coach Howard. That's yeah, awesome.
4: I think I see him peeking from behind you, like that's what yeah. You'll <laughs> <laughs> sure, come um, in.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about you some more. I mean, you. So your role this year, you know, I think it's been kind of like you. You said it yourself. You wish you had a bigger role, right? I. Uh, you know, that's no secret. Um, but what is it like to deal with? You know having some games a, a huge role and some games not so much. I mean, I feel like that's got to be difficult to stay locked in throughout the
2: year, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, but, like, I feel I feel like what I learned in this process is just staying mentally tough. Like, I feel like once you get your mental neck up, once all this is like locked in, I feel like you, get, <clears throat> you can do anything. And so, you know, like you said, some games I have a big role, play a lot of minutes. Some games I, I will play single-digit minutes. But throughout all that I just have to stay mentally focused and locked in because the, the second he called me and I'm not mentally locked in and I go into court and I don't like don't bring anything I'm gonna come back on the bench and it's gonna be the, like a part of my minutes will go down even more. So you know I, I, I just one thing I've learned I've talked to with people throughout the organization like uh, Greg Harden, he's like our psychiatrist like he works with yep. people like on the athletes uh, stuff like that. So you know, he talks about like to stand mentally, focused. and once you conquer that, you know nothing can phase you. So I don't really let nothing phase me, no matter what my role is, and I'm gonna continue to do that throughout my career. Also, by the way, have you always just drilled threes? I mean, let
1: I, I'll be honest, your body type is not just a three point shooter, right? So did you were you always a three point shooter? Or did you have to learn that once you got to Michigan?
2: Uh, no, nah, I feel like I was throughout high school. I led the EYBL. Fun fact: I led the EYBL. That's the Nike. Uh, like. Oh a 20, shit! I, I led the EYBL my sophomore, going into junior year, in three-point percentage. so. Oh shit! So you had? Yeah, I feel like I, I I had the chopper since high school. No cap. But <laughs> you know, my freshman year, last year, I didn't really get like like a lot of minutes to like show it. And every time I did, I I, I was bricking, I ain't going a lot of y'all because I was just so <laughs> I was just so happy to get in. You feel me? So I was just trying them jumps up but now nah, now i feel like i'm showing it i'm more locked in like i shoot with like better focus i, I would say like i'm just not coming in just trying to get some shots up now now more is like right. i'm locked in uh shooting my shot shooting the part like the right shot or just reading the defense and, in all honesty but no nah, to your point i, I always had a chopper it's just now nah, people seeing it <laughs>
3: T will I apologize for Justin, man. He's uh he, he can't recognize game when he sees it. I know, I know. We see a jump shot. I'm like that. That's too smooth for him to oh, just dude. develop that. Yeah, it's, nah, just, nah.
1: it's just the body type. You're you're like a thick six seven man. Yeah, that's yeah. not there's not many shooters that are thick six seven boys.
2: I mean, I I ain't really the most athletic type, so I got I gotta be able to do something to get a D one level. just. <laughs> that's, that's right. Real. Come on, I gotta do something. <laughs> I mean. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Oh man. Well,
1: we hey, you can keep offensive rebounding, crash those boards. That
2: that'll help Great. for sure too. Nah, yeah, that, I think that's a part of it too. Uh, high school I was a 2000 point scorer, 1000 point rebounder. So, shit, I've been Ooh. doing it since high school. So, I like I said, I, I know what I'm capable of and yeah, that's part of my role. I just know what I'm capable of.
1: Well, I I do have another question about your role too, honestly, because like How I see it, I'm just being honest, you're kind of a tweener, right? Like Mm -hmm. you're, you're a big dude, but you also play guard. Like, how do you manage that where like, sometimes, you know, you may need to play a four. Sometimes you may need to play a three and you can be guarding very different people when you're in that situation or going up, going, you know, on offense against very different people. Is that a tough situation as well?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would definitely say it is because you know I don't have one position. So in practice, I gotta know damn near all the plays from three and to four shit, Sometimes the five, sometimes yeah. small ball five. Uh one time I put a he put a lineup in versus buffalo. I was at like the two. So I was like, <laughs> I gotta I gotta stay locked in in practice, you know, and it's not really easy, but I feel like I'm capable of doing it. I'm a smart individual, so you know it, it just it just comes natural to me, I would say. Um, but it's definitely hard. I don't consider myself a position. I consider I'm a basketball player. You know, you put me on yeah. the court, I'm going to find a way to make an impact, whether it's at any position I'm at. So that's is how that I that like the myself. DMV way? Is, is that the DMV way where you yeah. just hoop no matter what? Yeah. Like, yeah. But at the end of the day, we're playing <laughs> basketball. Like, with, but no matter the position, you out there on the court, it's five versus five. You just got to make an impact some way. You know, how I look at it is just. As long as you can guard somebody, you can play that position. So if I could guard a two, I could play the two. I guard a three, four. As long as I could guard, I'm good. That's that's the, the most important aspect I would say in basketball, being able to guard.
1: I you know, I think the one thing with fashion going back to Hunter too that you put to him was <laughs> headband Hunter. I think that's I think Ooh. that's gotta be credited to you.
2: Hey, like I said, I influence, but he's gonna say <laughs> he's gonna say he did it. He gonna say Yeah, did it. I'm sure
1: he will. I'm sure he will. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what you've been you've been headband T Will forever. You know, there's hoodie mellow, then there's headband T Will. Yeah. So,
2: exactly. Jeez.
1: <laughs> all right man well we appreciate you joining us we know you've got a lot on your plate right now so thanks a lot hey the the blue by 90 shop.com has the ann arbor bad boys shirts you guys will be rocking them headed uh to san antonio we appreciate you um so it's you guys got a lot going on but we're we're, we're confident in you man we're excited for what we're about to see um, and we appreciate you. Tell the people where they can uh, follow you. Are
2: you are you on TikTok? I know I know nah. you're on TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok. I, I ain't on TikTok. I'm a, I'm a big Twitter guy. Uh, my All name right. is underscore FLYYT underscore 5 fly t and on Instagram underscore T Wheel5. Uh, those are the most two things. Uh, I'll be on Snapchat, but that's like more personal. So yeah. okay, I was getting them too. That's for, for sure. the ladies, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you, <laughs> go. You, put, you put two and two together. Yeah, so, uh, yeah just Wait, follow you, me on I, Twitter, Follow me on Instagram.
1: I did see, I mean, Devontae did a TikTok with, with Adrian. Are you are you out there dancing with Adrian or no?
2: Nah, I'm not I'm not that tight. I'm not I'm not a dancer. I don't consider myself a dancer. I'm too stiff to be dancing. So <laughs> I ain't really the TikTok guy. I'm gonna let Adrian, and all of them do that. Cause hey, you can make a living on TikTok. So hey, hey Adrian's I, doing I, it. Yeah, exactly. Doing I'm so, I right. my boy through what do whatever through his life. So yeah, for sure. He's man.
1: doing all right. Hey, well, the other thing is, I think uh, we got to come out with a T will T shirt too.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, right? Yes, sir. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about a collab once we once we win these next two games.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's gonna it's gonna be rocking for sure. We're gonna, we're gonna right. I love we gonna drop
1: some of them. There I love it. All for right. Well, shirt. we'll we'll be watching you this weekend for sure, and then you know we'll have all the content out too. You can follow us at Blue by ninety. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're on the Mazen Brew uh, YouTube channel as well. We appreciate you. Go Blue. Thank
2: Go you Blue. Guys.
1: Thank you for having
2: me, y'all. Go
1: Blue. Thanks.